Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, this one's a little different. I have no clue how it's going to go, really. Um, we're, we're, this is the first time we recorded together, right? Like, in person, I think. Yeah. Um, obviously, there were no sports um, for the last however many months, um, so there wasn't really a whole big platform for us to talk about. Um, but in lieu of that, we... Knock on wood. That's not wood. Whatever. Close enough. Um, hopefully, we're going to get three sports seasons. Um, NFL has an absolute nightmare on their hands because they did no planning, which blows my mind. You just had two leagues lay out a pretty decent plan on how to get around this. And uh, I know that they're trying to implement face shields, too. But anyways, this is big thoughts, big 10 thoughts. Um, for the time being, we will be talking about mostly pro sports. Um, yes, but, uh, that's cool. Cause that's all we got for right now. And Hey, if you're a baseball fan, this is the episode for you. We'll be, uh, breaking down the MLB season and kind of the quirks that are going to go with it and kind of how we think it's going to go. So it's going to be definitely focused mostly on baseball. Cause that's going to start up tomorrow with the nationals and the Yankees and the giants and the Dodgers. So baseball fans tune in, tune the fuck in. Um, another thing I would like to say um, that we said we were going to talk about a little bit is if I see you online complaining about no college sports and also see you not wearing a mask, shut the hell up. We like just straight up. We uh, if we want sports back, the when you go out in public, it's not infringing on your rights. Just wear a mask. And if not for you, for the people around you. Yeah, it's cool. And, you know, I mean, pretty good looking. You can get a lot of different things on there. You could get, you know, if you're, if you're a Texas Longhorn fan, get some Longhorns on there. And, uh, yeah, it's patriotic, too. So don't forget about that. Yeah. Um, here we go. So you said Giants Yan or <laughs> Nationals Yankees. Yep. I think that the first few games of baseball, given – how the first few uh, exhibition games was gone, there's going to be a lot of runs scored this year. Yeah. A ton of runs scored. Um, I don't know if there was necessarily enough time for the pitchers to put in a full camp. And, you know, it's a lot easier to stay fresh as a hitter sure. than it is to get ready to pitch a season. And uh, knowing that it's going to be a short one, pitchers will have to have a – I mean, baseball, you have to have a, a short memory anyways. Right. You know, at least in my opinion, it's one of those sports that like, if play happens and it, it sucks, you got to get over it. Whatever. Yeah. You strike out, you got to get over it. Right. And with a season like this, all the players are going to have to have a short mind because you think about a, a 20 or 30 game slump that some people might go in over a 160 game season. And no now, now it's half the year. Right. Now it will be half the season. Right. So that's going to be a huge uh, – a huge issue. Um, I'll tell you another thing is um, there's going to be a lot more home runs, I think. Yeah. The balls are juiced. If you didn't see it, the Tiger center fielder made an incredible catch off a C.J. Crone hit. Wow. Off a C.J. Crone hit. <laughs> um, and, you know, I mean, C.J., you know, give him credit. He's got some pretty decent power. It's nothing to, you know, it's not Juan Carlos Stanton or Aaron Judge or anything like that. But, you know, he gets – got some good pop in the ball and he he mashed this ball like unbelievable and so watch out for juice baseballs i think that's good for the game home runs put butts in the seats or eyes on the screen this <laughs> yeah. year. but 
I think there's going to be a lot more home runs. And, yeah, any team that can hit for power is going to hit a lot. So, looking at you, Minnesota Twins. Yeah, I was going to say, this year, again, based off of what I've seen from a few exhibition games, uh, the Yankees are going to hit a ton of bombs. The Twins are going to hit a ton of bombs. The Cubs are going to hit probably hit a ton of bombs, actually. Oh, yeah. Well, they were top five last year in homers. They're, they're, they can slug. Hopefully they can uh, – yeah, that was completely – I love the Cubs, so, like, pumping their tires a little bit. Um, I think, obviously, the Dodgers are stacked mm-hmm. up and down that lineup with power. Um, like, we were, we were kind of talking earlier before we started recording that, uh, you know, obviously adding Mookie Betts is arguably the best outfielder, if not the best player in baseball. Yep. Um, um, adding that to Bellinger and Muncie – and Justin Turner. Justin Turner and uh, Corey Seager. Gavin Lux. They, Kenosha boy. They are they are stacked. And for what it's worth, like this year, I think will be the first year that I'll be able to just enjoy sports for what it's worth because I know it's going to be fucking nuts. Right. Like, yeah, it's going to be a race to the finish. And that's where I don't get what people, you know, they're, they're kind of complaining about, you know, like, oh, it's not going to be the same, all this stuff. But I think it's going to be – I mean – I think you're going to see stars and players having most fun this year than they have in the years past. Only because, I mean, at the end of the day, any team can win it legitimately. Maybe not the Marlins, you know, maybe not the Tigers, but you could sack any team in any division and they got a chance to win it. Look at the NL Central. Four teams, and it's reasonable to think that they could all either be tied atop the division or one of them could win it. And I don't, I don't think that's crazy. And then, I mean – you know, you have your teams at the top that they know the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Astros, some would argue the A's. And I just think that you're going to see a lot of teams just like not caring. They're just going to go out there and they say, Hey, we're going to play baseball. Like it is what it is. So let's go win it. You know? Well, and like when you bring up that point of anyone can win it, a, the NL central. Um, I mean, with, uh, like I look at the Reds. Yeah, the Reds are going to be uh, a really good a team this popular year. Popular pick, yeah. I mean, adding Castellanos, the Cubs screwed up huge, big time on that. Goddamn, he was the best player on their team when they he came over last year. Um, and Puig, right? Puig's with the Reds as well. No, no, he was just signed Cespedes. by Atlanta, but no, Cespedes is on the Mets. Oh fuck, who? Yasiel Puig just tested positive for COVID nineteen though, so he his contract with the Braves is not being signed or completed. Pending. Um. And, uh, you know, like, Mike again, Moustakis, is that yeah, talking? maybe the most, so they, they take, um, take two good above average players. I would say not great, but two above average players away from a rival in the division. Yeah, exactly. They, they pull Moose from the Brewers yep. and pull Castellanos from the Cubs. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's a legitimate chance that you could be, you could be the worst team in the NL central and still be a top 10 team in baseball. Right. Like there, there's a yeah. And, well, excluding the Pirates, because I don't. I think they'll have you know they have Josh Bell and they'll do fine. But I think you know they'll they're going to struggle just because they don't have the base there. They don't have their core really. They're not quite there yet. They're a few years away. But to your point, I mean, the NL Central is a lot of teams that are going to be right there with each other, and then you couple that with them playing the regional opponent in the AL Central, and I mean that's like the worst division in baseball. The yeah. Twins are probably going to run away with it. The White Sox will be contenders. They'll probably the – Indians. Yep, Cleveland will be there. But other than that, I mean, 
if you play 10 games against the Tigers, you should reasonably, if you're a good team, when go eight, at least six and four. Yeah, well, and I was going to even say eight Seven and two. three, eight and two, exactly. I, I don't think that the Tigers really stand much of a chance. Same with the Royals. They'll they'll give a lot of wins. So I think that you're going to see some wins inflated in the AL Central yeah. just because they're playing, you know, dog shit teams. Right. Um, I think, too, um, kind of going back to how I think it'll be a hitter's year, how we think it'll be a hitter's year. Sure. Okay, so you look at last year, the beginning of last season, right? The, the Mariners were the best team in baseball for the first month and a half. Yeah. And then they fucking tanked. Right. So you might get a team that runs right. – runs – through the regular season, right, and gets to the playoffs and just bombs, right. just or bombs. On the opposite of that, you might have a team that everybody's going crazy about, like let's just say the Yankees, for example, where everybody's like, "Oh, they're going to win the AL East," like they'll have problems with the Rays, but other than that, they'll they'll be fine. And let's say they get off to a, a cold start. I mean, you've got Stanton or not Stanton Judge coming back from a rib injury, so yeah, he's been hitting the ball, and I think he has three or four home runs in summer league, but. He's coming back. You don't know if that's going to hold up or not, even though they say it's clear. They have pitchers coming back from injury. And, yeah, they just signed Garrett Cole. But, I mean, people <laughs> forget he pitched all of last year and into the World Series. Oh, so that's a, you know, lot of, a lot of pitches. An too. extra month. And he's not – And he's a strikeout pitcher. So you know that he's – you know, these guys are having at-bats that are going three, four, five-plus pitches. And what what is so crazy to me about, like, what you said about him being a strikeout pitcher – I look at him and he's a power. I mean, he's a power pitcher, yep. a big, hard breaking ball, too. The slider goes 80, 89 miles an hour. Right. That's tough to hit. That's, yeah. What, what's crazy about that, and here I guess a little Cubs pumpage of the tire, the, the like work rate or the yeah, efficiency. Get used to that, folks. Yo, know, I'm naturally, I mean, there's no batters to talk about. So, um, but uh, just, just how crazy and cool baseball can be. A guy like Kyle Hendricks this year, yeah. who pitches slow, hits a spot. A guy like him, you might watch watch him win uh, Cy Young, maybe because. But he pitches to contact too. Is that right? And but because of that, I mean, he lets his fielders do the work, which sure. more pitchers I think should, and they would give up a lot less dingers. Yeah. Um, but I think having someone like him who doesn't overthrow mm -hmm. and who doesn't get hurt. And is that consistent? It's going to be huge for the Cubs because that, you know, Garrett Cole, okay, um, you know, he pretty much every start is above 80 pitches. Yep. Which is whatever. He can handle it. Big guy. But um, it, I don't know in shots or short season, if he gets hurt, then the Yankees team is not that as good. Right. I mean, he's the kind of the missing piece. They needed that power yep. starter. Because um, who else is there? Luis Severino. Yeah, but he's hurt. They have Mashahiro Tanaka. Well, he'll be, you know, he'll be the number two. They have James Paxton, who also could be fighting for that number two spot. I mean, their bullpen, they have Aralis Chapman. Um, he's getting old, though. But yeah, he's but been he consistent. can still touch 98 easily. Um, but, I mean, kind of going to your point, I was, I saw something. I can't remember if it was on Twitter or on MLB Network. Shout out to MLB Network. But they were saying, you know, a lot of pitching. No free ads. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's fact. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're, you know, if you're if you're a pitcher and you can't hit your spots, and now you're walking guys. Okay, that's great. Except then it's not. Yeah. But the thing is too is that pitchers are so afraid to throw strikes now, and it's I get it because you don't want to give up a home run. But at the same time, I mean, if you've got hitters who are trying to work the count, they'll probably take that first pitch. Oh, so yeah. give them something that's going to jam them. 
hit the inside, establish that inside corner, and see if you can get it. And if the umpire's not giving it to you, then, yeah, that's tough. But I think that you need to see as much as, you know, everybody talks about trying to, like, you know, we're saying get strikeouts and all that shit. Like, if you want to be aggressive, like, you can be aggressive and still not throw 95. I yeah. mean, look at what Cole Hamels has done in his career. He's changed his trajectory. He had he's, Yeah, and he's been, you know, good. He was, I mean, yeah, for the – like when he first came to the Cubs, I mean, obviously he's with the Braves now, but when he first came to the Cubs, I'm like, damn, really? Like he's getting a little old and he's or what I thought was past his prime. Right. And, you know, you didn't but get. He still went out there and gave you six yeah, innings, you know, maybe great. three runs, but if you have the offense for it, I mean, that's exactly what you need. You know, keep it low and you'll be fine. In, in 2017, or, you know, like uh, Cubs weren't as bad as they Wow, that sucks, too. That sucks. Because the Cubs weren't even bad last year and they just. Whatever, got beat. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh, someone like him – and you're seeing John Lester do it too, yep. actually. These big power-throwing lefties are now getting older right. and just can't do that anymore. You know, right. you don't see Johnny touching 97 like he was, could when he was younger. Right. But now he's locating the ball. And right. here's a stat for you that I heard the other night. Shout out to ESPN, uh, Cubs, White Sox. In, was this when Hugh Darvish got rocked? Or oh, God, he got lit up. That's funny what's going on between Aloy Jimenez and him. They've been having a Twitter beef. Oh, really? Yeah, and That's then, they, you know, he struck him out the first time, and then he gets a or gets a grand slam the first time and then strikes him out the next time. They've been uh, going back and forth on Twitter, so I don't know. If you have a Twitter, go check it out. Hugh Darvish, you'll have to translate, or he translates his tweets, obviously. Um, and Aloy Jimenez – have kind of been like going back and forth, just fun, just good yeah. fun. And when he, I, I don't know if you saw it, or you, whatever, he threw the ball. Here, this is good radio, I'm acting it out. <laughs> so he threw the ball, you know, and it was a, just an absolute meatball, an yeah. absolute moonshot that Eloy Jimenez. <laughs> yeah, he crushed that he, ball. He, uh, he steps off the mound and he went like this. He tipped his cap to Eloy and turned around and had a big smile on his face. And Man, for something something like that, I wouldn't react like that, even in an exhibition game. Right. So you know you know they're having fun. Right. So go back to your stat you were going to say. Right. So. It's about the fastballs. So in 2011, I believe is the year that they said, or the year they were basing it off of compared yeah. to now, 2010, or a 10-year difference. Yep. The first pitch thrown in every at-bat in 2010 or yep. 11, whenever it was from, they threw 64% fastballs, first yep. pitch. And now it's down to 48%. Yeah. The fastball is going out of the game. And um, Chipper Jones was talking about this. Yep. And one of the greatest hitters of all time. Or whatever. Or, you know, Hall of Famer. Yep. He goes, I'm, he said, I'm no pitcher, but these pitchers are not learning how to throw fastballs anymore. Yeah. Because I think it got brought up when they were talking about Hendricks, how he's not afraid to throw that 86-mile-an-hour fastball for a spot. Yeah. He throws to the spot. And he goes, that's why all the home runs are happening because no one knows how to throw a fastball for a location. Yeah. They're just trying to blow you throw, away. You throw a fastball over the plate to any good major league hitter. Yeah, they're not going to miss it. No. Yeah. And even if, I mean, there was a perfect example last night, Rafael Devers, the third baseman for the Red Sox. He was uh, a 2-0 count against the Blue Jays and a dude grooved one, little inside, but he's a lefty, so that's where he likes them. And he swung out of his shoes and missed it completely. And he knew he missed it. He stepped out of the box and he's like, oh, whatever. Like kind of laughed it off, blah, blah. Later on in the at bat, 2-2 count. And the pitcher kind of missed like high. I mean, it was would have been a strike, but mashed it right into right field for a nice single whatever. But like 
he knew that he wasn't going to miss that fastball. And that kind of goes to your point. Like if he could have located that in a different spot, I mean, you know, maybe he could have struck him out, put it on the outside corner, you know, somewhere where they cannot reach it because the hitters nowadays are just so good. And I get the point of like, you know, you want to throw them off because they're maybe sitting on fastball that first pitch. But hey, if you're getting through that lineup, and that first pitch is a curveball every time. They're they're not stupid, you know. And I I know major league pitchers aren't dumb either, and you know they have their sequences and everything. But it's just it's interesting to me to see that more off speed is getting thrown first pitch than a fastball. And maybe the game's just evolving that way. But I think I think too um, as pitchers have gotten better with other pitches. So you know a fastball is a very blanket statement. Sure. Some pitchers throw hard cutters right which isn't technically a fastball but they can throw it 93 miles an hour right so well yeah look at mariano rivera he made his career off that <laughs> yeah i mean a breaking in cutter right or breaking away well depending on what side of the plate you're on but god damn was he awesome he i mean i, I hate the yankees and i think i do just because of principle like i just yeah. like i hate the, i hate the yankees yeah. people who say that mariano rivera isn't the best closer of all time and Derek Jeter isn't the best shortstop of all time. He's top two, one or two in every hitting statistic for shortstops. Who's the best? It's not Derek Jeter. Who's the he's, best? Might be the, he's, that's like the Tom Brady argument for Derek Jeter. Right. But the hitting, the, so Tom Brady's gotten, here, a little changeover. A little, <laughs> I, I mean, I'll get into it. I we swear are to off God. the rails. I swear to God, I'll get into it. Tom Brady always had a team around him, and so did Derek Jeter. Right. But when you get up to the plate, you're alone. I get that. And he's I mean, I get that argument. No, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. I just don't – I think that he is just – like, he's overrated. I, I – whatever. People could say I'm wrong, and that's fine. You can yell from the mountaintops, but I don't – I'll yell it from right here. <laughs> that's fine. I don't think that he's the best shortstop. Who – like, who is – like, I'm not even like – like, I'm curious. Like, well, you could argue that Ozzie Smith is. He was awesome for the Cardinals in the yeah. 80s. Goddamn, go out there, do a few backflips, hit a few dingers, yeah. steal some bases. I'm just saying, I think that he found it. Derek Jeter, definitely great hair. 3,000 plus hits. Like, that's untouchable. Awesome, awesome career. Don't get me wrong. A lot of respect. But I think that he gets blown out of proportion because he played in New York. That dive in the stands, there was the same play and a Red Sox shortstop. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking way, about. He, like, actually went into the stands. Derek Jeter caught that ball, like, right His by – Yeah, and it's like, dude, you could have stopped. Like, I get it, whatever, dive in, yeah, that's great. And, like, again, great hitter, total, you know, all of the respect, whatever, because well, yeah. of baseball. But it's like, I don't know. Like, I just – it's that, hard. That play you're talking about, I, I'm sure uh, the true – like, true baseball fans are listening will know what you're talking about. Yeah. I think 2008-ish, 2007. 2000, I think it was three or four. Was oh, that, was it that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's considered, uh, quote-unquote, like uh, the, the catch right. or the dive. Yeah. And in the same fucking game, there was the exact same play, but right. way cooler, right. way better. And the thing is, too, like I think he benefited, like, you know, like that flip against the A's. Great play. Don't get me wrong. But, like, yeah, because it's the Yankees, that got played over and over and over again. So people just, like, get it ingrained. And, like, I – not taking anything away from the dude, you know. Again, four-time World Series champ, three thousand plus hits, like great player. And and uh, I think it's so cool how he got to go out. Yeah. It's a walk-off thing. Walk I mean, it wasn't a home run. I thought. No, it was a single to right. May field. same game or yeah. his three thousandth hit was a home Grand run. Grand slam. Yeah. Um, but 
sorry, we're a little bit off the rails, but I, we can get into it. We got we got wiggle room now because we don't have to talk about Big Ten sports, You're right? <laughs> so, right. So we can just chat. Um, what is your not 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 the final out of a World Series because you've seen three now in your lifetime? Sure. For your team, the Red Sox, right? Yes. Okay, so not including the final out of a World Series or actually winning a World Series. It can be from the World Series. Yeah. What is your favorite moment as a fan, as a Red Sox fan? What is one thing that when you think of the Red Sox, it goes right to that? Well, I mean, there's so many. There's like, I'll give you like three. So growing up, Jason Baratek, favorite player. There was a play against the Angels, and I think the 2008 ALDS might have been 07, could have been 09. I don't know. But there's a play where um, 77, Wilt, Wiltsis, or I don't remember, some outfielder for the Angels tried to like steal home. And they got him a pickle, and Veritek ran him down in full pads and, like, <laughs> dove with the ball in his bare hand and take him out, like, right by third base, which is awesome. Is Veritek your favorite sock of all time? Yes, by far. Not even close? Dude's awesome. Not yeah. not Big Poppy? No. I, I love Big Poppy, and, like, he was a way probably a better player. But for me, like, Veritek. Now they're close, dude, but I don't know. It's hard to beat. That that's, guy just was a workhorse. Well, I mean, that's, what, that's one thing, and you don't see that in baseball anymore. That dude probably standing on the street had no right to be in a major league sure. uh, game. Right. He's a grinder. I've never seen someone that is just not athletically talented or like he's athletically gifted compared yeah. to the other people on the sure. field. No, Next absolutely. to me and you, he's a freak athlete. I'm right. Sure. Right. But compared to the other people on the field, like he just did everything right. The basics right. was right. He hit for contact every single time yeah. he played. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and I think, you know, he was kind of that first generation, him and like Pudge. And, you know, you could argue Yachty because he was right in that yeah. generation too, where they were kind of the first ones that like you, you wanted them on your team because they made your pitching staff better. Yeah. Like, yeah, they – And they're two early in their career, Yeah, early in the career, you know, they were close to 300 with their average, whatever. But, you know, that got down because either they were focused on catching or whatever. But – you know, he was the reason that a lot of those pitchers were able to develop the way they were. I mean, he helped a ton with John Lester and like Clay Buckholz for those couple of years. He was a solid, he was a solid pitcher. And I think that he did a ton of work with that. And now even, you know, he works as a, a special assistant to the GM or whatever, and he's helping those pitchers. He's been out on the field. Catchers. Yeah, yeah, he's been out on the field. I've seen him in pads. He's yeah. catching mm -hmm. people. Yeah. I mean, and why not? Why not? Right. Speaking of people, sorry. Oh, finish your two others. So another one. And, you know, I'm going to get some flack from this one probably, but. I have my favorite Boston moment. <laughs> when, <laughs> okay, there's two big poppy ones that kind of go into the same thing because they're from the same season. But I remember after the bombing when they played with the jersey that had the Red Sox, like Boston oh, on it. Oh, my God. He came out there and, like, just hearing interviews and stuff from former players, like now getting it broke down, it's so cool because they were saying, like, yeah, he kind of just went out there and nobody really knew what was going on. Nobody really knew what was going on or whatever. And, um, you know, he gets out there with the mic and he's like just kind of going on a tangent or whatever. And then all of a sudden he's like, this is our fucking city. And Fenway just erupts. I was like, oh, man, this is great. But another reason. Can I weigh in on that yeah, for a yeah, second? Yeah, yeah, I, I'd say like Boston is like my AL team because you're a fan of them or whatever. Like, yeah. I watch them, so we have shit to talk about. Essentially, sure. they've had great teams, over, had notoriously great teams over the years yeah. too. Um, but I mean, just everything about that has such a simple statement. 
from a dude who's not from Boston, right. not even from this country, right. to embody that, to like embrace, you know, we can, we can be stronger together. Right. And for someone to have someone on a team that isn't an American say that to a whole city right. and really a whole nation. I mean, that, that, uh, I mean, all like did personally affect me, but it, it hurts. Yeah. You know, it hurts. Right. Um, and this is our fucking city. Right. This is our city. Like I got goosebumps right now. Yeah. Like uh, that is so cool. No, it was, that was awesome. And I remember it was, I was watching it and literally like I turned around and just looked at my mom and we were both like, jaws hit the floor like oh my god like did he really just say that kind of deal because it was just like so cool you know you just kind of got swept up in the moment but another David Ortiz moment is when he yeah except yeah. the problem was is I was and people who listen if they know me explain the whole thing I'm first. very so the Red Sox in 2013 you know they're in the ALCS coming off a nice nice series win against the Rays you know nothing too crazy and now we have the Tigers, who were like the best team in the American League, like the last two or three years. I got a dude who won the Triple Crown either the year before or two years before. So they're just stacked. And, uh, and I mean, Scherzer and Verlander and, and not to, Sanchez. One of the best outfielders of all time and you know, Torrey Hunter. Hunter. They just got a stacked team. And I'm kind of going into this like, oh, all right. Like we got a lot of momentum. We're doing good, whatever. First game, they get like one hit. And I'm like, oh, man, this sucks. Second game, they were getting absolutely dominated. And I was I was in high school at the time, so, you know, had a, you know, school night, whatever. It was a Sunday night. And I'm like, oh, man, I this is really making me angry. I'm just going to go to bed. So I go to bed. You didn't even see inning. it? No. Oh. So I go to bed with the sixth <laughs> inning with ESPN radio on, and it's like, all right, well, six to one, whatever. I'm like, okay, great. So fall asleep. Next day, wake up, getting my, I don't know, whatever I was having for breakfast. And I have – MLB network on they're like, all right, highlights from the Red Sox, like Tigers game. And I'm like, great. I'm kind of not watching it. And they're like, then big poppy comes up and he gets grand time to tie it. I'm like, oh, no fucking way. Like I miss like probably one of the greatest moments, like in sport, one of the greatest in, sports like, history, moments. at least Red Sox, like recent memory. And I'm like, damn, like I didn't see that live. So ever since then, I haven't, you know, haven't ever turned a game off prematurely. Even uh, the game that went 18 innings, you know, in I, 2018, I, I watched that game through. I, I shit you not, because I was texting you during that mm -hmm. whole game. So I was working at the hospital, and I was streaming the game on my phone, because whatever, it was a pretty slow night. And one of the ladies that worked on the other side of my department, or whatever, whatever, we talked, you know, to keep each other company during the night, because yeah. you're pretty much there alone. And I had it streaming, I, I started – Every night at 11 or 10, whatever. Sure. So watching the game, drive to work, start streaming, seventh, eighth, ninth inning. She came over, oh, what are you watching? What are you watching? I'm like, just the end of a good good baseball game. Didn't see her for a few hours. I was kind of taking care, you know, taking care of the stuff I need to, yeah. watching the game, carrying my phone around. <laughs> I was sitting at the front desk. She comes back at 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> she goes, are you watching a replay of this game? I go, no, this motherfucker's in the 16th inning. Yeah. No, that was wild. Um, I guess – Is that the longest playoff game of all time? I don't think of all time. It's up there, though. It, may, it might be. I'm not sure. It might be the longest World Series game. Um, uh, oh, going back to that big poppy moment. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is my – I mean, I have a few because they've had just some really cool, iconic moments. Right. But the whole thing – so big poppy has that big, long swing. Big, I mean, it doesn't make sense, really, that yeah. he gets the bat around like that. 
he hits it, and he knew kind of right away, I think, even though it barely went out. Right. He raises his hands up and just stands there. And a Torrey Hunter, I think, yep. was – Right fielder. And this is one of the most iconic sports pictures of all time. His legs going over the wall, he's ass over a tea kettle, and the police officer yeah. in the background <laughs> saying, yeah. fuck my job, I'm well, a fan. He's got it, his yeah. hands in the air. Yeah. And the best part about that is, like, literally if you watch that video, the police officer, like, he sees the ball go over, and then immediately <laughs> he's like, oh, shit. And he, like, goes and, like, checks if, like, uh, Torrey Hunter's okay or whatever. But I would say my favorite moment, and this is kind of, like, you know, unexpected maybe, but back in the day, maybe 05, 06, Manny Ramirez, goat. No. Why am, I, why am I having a beer at 11 a.m.? I don't really know. <laughs> um, but Manny Ramirez is playing the Orioles, and a dude absolutely just cranks the ball. I don't remember who it was, and I don't know who was on first. But dude just wrecks the ball into the left center field gap. And Manny goes back, catches what year, what it. What year are we talking about here? 05, 06, so like prime time for him. like When he was winning. Right. And literally, dude goes – Kind of like Willie Mays, catches it like almost like a football wide receiver, jumps up on the wall, double high fives a fan, <laughs> jumps down, and throws a one hopper to first to double the guy up. And I think that's like the best memory. Like, that was so cool to watch that. Like, are you going to answer it? No, it's good. No, let's hear it. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's fucking hear it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's why I remember all these. Like, these plays are just. Straight up iconic. It doesn't matter if they're your favorite team. Like, I'm just a baseball fan. Right. And also, if you think baseball is boring, you don't understand the game. Straight up. I'm calling everyone out right now. What? I hate people. Baseball is boring. Baseball is boring. It's like, no, it's like golf when you think about it. I mean, obviously, very, very different from wow. golf. Yeah. It's boring as hell. But when you understand how hard it is to hit a baseball. Right. I was just talking right. to someone the other day. I go, in what sport do you complete 10 out of 30 actions and you're the best in the world? Right. Any other sport, that is horrible. Right. If you, do, if you shoot 10 for 30 in a basketball game, unless it's from the three-point line, that is ass. Right. Like, but the best hitters in the world are only hitting the ball every third, every third at bat, really, or getting right. a hit every third at bat. So, well, and the crazy thing is to that point is like – I and. You kind of have to take hockey out of this because, I mean, a lot of athletes, they can't skate. A lot of people can't skate. I yeah. mean, I'm not a great skater, whatever. But Really? The, yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> but um, what I was saying, like, you know, you could take arguably, you know, Aaron Judge and put him on a basketball court, and he would get his, whatever, 10 points, a couple boards. Just Probably of, wouldn't be LeBron, but would be fine. You could put, size. Yeah, you could put Aaron Judge in a, in a football game. And he would get three catches for 60 yards at tight end and maybe a touchdown. He would probably be a freak tight end. Right. <laughs> you could, okay, give me like a typical Charlie Blackman. Yeah. Tro like normal like dude. For the yep, normal dude, whatever. You could put him in a basketball game and he would probably get a few assists, a couple boards, whatever. He's I guess a, my point athlete. is like you could put a baseball player in just about any sport and they would be able to do the bare minimum yeah. at most. I think that you would struggle to find any athlete who doesn't have a history in baseball and put them in baseball and say, hit this ball. And yeah. I don't think they'd be able to do it. Well, I, I think, I think, and that's what I appreciate about the game. Like right. understanding just how hard it is. The, if a player's throwing a ball 92 miles an hour, the pitch gets there faster than you can blink your eye. Right. 
And the fact that you have to move literally your whole body. Here, ready? Maybe we'll put this on YouTube. You take a little step, a little step like that, and you have to right. get your whole body around in quicker than a plank. Right. And that's not taking anything away from, you know, whatever. A quarterback in the NFL is making incredible throws and, like, all that, you know. I'm not taking anything away from those guys. I don't want that to be like the thing here, but you could, I, I just think that like you could, you could reasonably say, I'm going to put Mike Trout in a quarterback. He can complete a pass. He's going to either a complete a pass or do like an option play and pick up 10 yards, whatever. But I don't know if you could put Patrick Mahomes behind the plate. And I know he does have history in baseball, but like, say, he get drafted? yeah. So maybe he's not a great example. I don't know. Like Jameis Winston. Yeah, you know I don't. Uh, he, he played, played baseball, baseball too. too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, At FSU, he played center yeah. field. <laughs> Anthony Rizzo. No, you're looking for a football yeah. player. Um, uh, I don't want to say like Tom Brady because he's not fast. Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Okay. Decently yeah. Fast. Aaron Rodgers. There you go. You, I don't think I don't know if he could do what baseball players can do. There. That's my argument. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Hockey is completely out the window on that talk because if you can't skate, yeah, you're, you're straight up. It's right. not a chance. I would like to talk a little bit about um, a little bit about hockey per se. The people, a I I I think maybe I don't think football should take away from their helmets. Yeah, I don't. But I think uh, football needs to be retaught. I guess this has to do with hockey or based off of the injuries from hockey. Okay. So. In football, like now it's like lead with your helmet, try and just fuck them up. Just, you know, so bad. You know, that's a weapon. When you, the crown of your helmet's a weapon. You're going into people's thighs and into their Right, helmets. but I mean, I, I think before we kind of get into this, like they have done a lot to improve that. I mean, Ooh. if you look at kids growing up now, they're taught to tackle. Like you wrap them up, you don't launch, like all that stuff. But, I mean, yeah, like when, when I was growing up playing football or yeah. whatever, we were always taught you put your head on the ball. And you with yep. your you put your face mask on the ball to try and punch it, sure. unless you're literally trying to strip the ball. And that's just classic because that means you're right at the hip, yep. basically. So in hockey, and this is why checking is not allowed in women's hockey, because <coughs> they don't skate fast enough. And, and this isn't this isn't me like saying that the women's hockey they, that they're not fast. The reason is because when like if you're not skating a certain speed, yeah. then you get these sloppy sloppy hits. Right. And that's when people get hurt. Usually when people get lit up on a clean hit, knock the wind out of them, but they get right back up. Right. When you see these nasty slow ones around the boards, that's when it changes. So I wish that, like, I know it's tough because you never lead with your head in the hockey. So it's a tough argument. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm contradicting myself, I guess, a little bit. But I wish football would break it down more and get back to the basics. Like, I don't know how neglected the, the mental health has been over the years mm -hmm. or whatever. But you see all these Hall of Fame, like old 60-, 70-year-old guys that, yeah. that played with nothing on their head, basically, right. or one, one strap and a, yeah. a, a shell. There's nothing in it. Right. And they don't have any of the head problems. Right, because they didn't use They this. didn't use yeah. their head. And I don't know. It just makes me sad. It, it makes me sad because, these, you know, what amount of money can you make right. that is worth the detrimental effect of CTE? Sure. Or, you know, it's just – this is weird. There's my tangent. Nice. All right. Who you got one in the AL East? Oh, shit. Okay. Um, oh, I, I just had – No, it's good. I like it. I'll, I'll do – I like a breakdown, good breakdown. Um, I think Tampa Bay is going to win the division. 
Um, they have probably one of the best pitching rotations. Are you serious? Yeah, hundred percent. I don't even like. Their I ass don't even know who's on their team. Their offense. I mean, it's a lot of like. It's just class. It's going to be classic Rays baseball, where it's like, oh, that dude's there. Oh, I didn't know that. Or they're going to be like, yeah, because they have you know a great farm system. They always have because they have great front office staff, but. They have, you know, Blake Snell, Tyler Glass now. Like, those guys are going to be awesome. So, I think their pitching rotation is going to be enough. It sucks that they uh, gave that guy up to the Pirates two years ago. What the hell was his name? Oh, they got – you talking about Austin Meadows? No. They got him from no, the No, they gave up a pitcher. Chris Archer? Yeah. Uh, that dude kind of two, – Two years ago, though, he was – Yeah, but they – they, that was a steal for the Rays. The Pirate That was a dumb trade for the Pirates, I think. But – yeah, I think the Rays are probably going to be able to do it. Um, I, th- I mean, I think the Yankees will be right there. Like, I don't think it's going to be a runaway at all. Um, the Rays and the Yankees, barring an injury or two. What about your guys, though? I mean, the you, Sox. you lose – okay, so you lose Mookie. Obviously, that's a killer. Yep. I mean, yeah, still, you still have an MVP on your team that has not won an MVP. J.D. Martinez is a freak. Yep. Um, and what I saw last year from – uh, Xander Bogarts, yep, goat. Endeavors, yep. and uh, Betancourt. No, not Betancourt. Benintendi? No, he's been pretty consistent. Yeah. Um, who's Bogarts, Devers, and I'm thinking of JBJ. Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah, but he's not that great. He's great outfielder. Awesome defensively. Yeah, yeah. I think. But, the, but what I'm saying is yeah. I, I think the people are underselling the Red Sox because they lose Mookie, but your third baseman and your shortstop had breakout years last year. Right. Devers could have been in the – uh, hitting title race. Yep. I think. Yep. No, definitely. And I, that's what I was, you know, their lineup, I think is going to be just fine. I really like, you know, they have, okay. Yeah. They lose Mookie Betts. That sucks. But you know, they get, they have Michael Chavis who's, you know, he's not a Mookie Betts definitely, but he hits 270. I mean, he can play second base, first base, third base. They have Devers and Bogart. So Martinez, Vasquez is good for Vasquez is a good catcher. He's 10, you know, 10 home runs and he's a great catcher. The problem is that starting pitching with Eduardo Rodriguez getting COVID, he'll be out for another week or so. Yeah. So that sucks. He'll be their like stud, their workhorse, especially with um, Chris Sale being shelved too, coming back from Tommy John surgery. So that he hurts. won't feel that sucks. So it'll I be, guess. it'll be a big year for Farm starters who want to try to make an impact like Evaldi if he can come back and like prove that he can make a difference then you know he can, he's a solid third starter when he's good and I think they'll probably finish third or fourth depending on how Toronto's young guys come together but again it's a 60 game year so if their offense just absolutely dominates and averages six runs a game I mean maybe it doesn't matter who's pitching for him but I, I bet we I bet we see the scoring average of these games I bet we see the average of the whole league, yeah, around five point two rounds a game. Sure, I could see that. Or, yeah, five to four, six to three, stuff like that. You're not. I don't think you're gonna have a lot of one to zero games. Right. I, I think there's gonna be almost none actually. I think that's probably like gone. Yeah. At least for the the way that it's going now, until either the pitchers can like adjust to the game or they stop juicing the balls or whatever i think that that's going to be the the typical but also offense is what sells yeah like i love baseball sucks like i get it and it's it's for the people who don't love baseball the home runs are awesome right that is the coolest part of the game Mm -hmm. but like for me if i'm watching a baseball game i'll be damned even if the like if the cubs are losing yeah 
I love seeing a low scoring game. Yeah, it's I a love dominant seeing, pitching. I mean, yeah. watching like Clayton Kershaw just work. I mean, it's like it's magnificent. Like it's literally like a symphony. I mean, you just sit there and it's just like wow. Like yeah, he's painting it ninety four right in the black. He's throwing a curveball that's just starting at the letters and ending at the ankles. It's just that absolute box funny, like crazy stuff. That twelve six curve that Kershaw has when he's on, yeah. it moves six feet. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> like, and it's. It's like a hard phenomenon to explain, I guess. Like, yeah. like that pitch looks different than every other twelve six I've ever right. seen. It like it like hits its point, and then and then it seems gone. like it goes up yeah. again and drops. It, right. I've never seen someone put spin on the ball that like. Mm-mm. Usually, to get that much spin on the ball, you have to throw your twelve six a lot harder. Right. And he throws that thing at like seventy eight miles an hour. Yeah. Wow. I think it's like 80, 85, mid eighties, but it, it just I mean, when you're throwing it against an, again a ninety four, ninety five, maybe a little bit to ninety two now just because he's older, it's huck. as a hitter, you know, you pick it up up there, okay, and now you're like, Oh shit, it's breaking. So now you're trying to adjust and it just that's why all those swings are so like silly with him. But what on one thing I'll say, I don't like the Dodgers either, because the Cubs have had to play them yeah. a lot. And actually beat them but I hate I feel bad for Clayton Kershaw because he blows in the playoffs and that's a fact he struggles definitely but how many times in the last three years did or not last three years but like when he and I know it's not ALNL but like I think like he's gotten lit up by the Astros yeah that's horseshit that is fucking bullshit I don't know how much cheating was truly going on. No one really knows. Yeah. That has not been said how much was going on. But when I look at a dude who runs train on everyone he pitches against. Yeah. And then gets lit up by a team that was caught cheating. Right. I mean, like. Yeah, you feel bad for him. Definitely. I mean. And that's one thing, you know, you'd say that the AL West is going to be a shoo-in for the Strohs again. But No. Now, well, we'll get to my pick for that, and we'll see. But uh, well, the, uh, let's go to a rant. Let's go to a rant. To the AL West. So, so, so who do you have for the East? We didn't even finish that. Oh, who do I have for the East? <laughs> yeah, it's barring in, uh, barring injury, because John Carlos Stanton has had a hell of a time staying healthy. Yep. He lost a shitload of weight though, and they think that might be part of it. Not carrying around all that. Yeah, it's like muscle. J.J. Watt type deal. Yeah, yeah, the the bigger might be hurting him. So he's down, I think, 15, 20 pounds, looks thin. So if he could stay healthy, great. He's got a laser of an arm. Aaron Judge has an absolute laser of an arm, too. Okay, so barring the Yankees stay healthy, the point you made about the uh, Rays is one that I guess I didn't think about very much. They, yeah. They're going to be one of those teams, potentially, like you said, that you get around to playoff time and go, oh, shit. The Rays are decent. Oh, they're good. Yeah. I, I my picks the Yankees. Um, obviously, if the you know if the Red Sox pitching can figure something out. Yeah, we'll see. Their lineup's capable of winning, but Absolutely. I'm nervous about their pitching. Right. Um, I, my pick is the Yankees. I hate them. I. Uh, All right. So if you're keeping score at home, Rays and Yankees yeah. are our picks for that. Um, but we'll move to the LS. So before we get into it a little bit, Astros. How good were they the last three years? How good were they actually? If if they were getting fucking signs, and one thing I'll say, sign stealing is part of baseball. Right. It's a, one of Definitely. the greatest parts of baseball. If you have great base runners that can pick that up and tell your team, 
That's awesome. That's part of strategy. Right. That's cool. If you're sitting at second and picking up stuff and giving them hand signals, sure. That's awesome. Yep. Everyone should do that if you can. And I think they do. Right. Right. And I, why wouldn't you get back to the dugout? If you know, if the pitcher is tipping off their pitches, then you should, of course, you should tell all your teammates that's not cheating. That's right. just smart. Right. 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 But the electronic stuff is what bugs me. So when they have a system that's literally like, where it's systematic, they're breaking stuff down and they're banging on trash cans. Yeah. And all that. yeah. Yeah. So how good are they? You know, they're 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 middle. They're they're two through six hitters. All like three hundred hitters. Right. So I mean, I'll say, it, I think they're all very talented, and I yeah. think they're still going to be good. Right. You you when it comes down to it, if you know what pitch is coming, of course you're going to have an advantage. Right. But you still have to hit the fucking ball. Right. Which is crazy hard. And I think this kind of can play into like. I mean, George Springer, great player. Like, Jose Altuve, great player. Carlos Correa, great player. Yeah. I think all Bregman. those dudes – Yeah, Bregman. Yeah. All those guys are able to hit the ball no problem. And, yes, I think that their numbers got inflated because maybe they did know it was coming. But at the same time, I mean, okay, even if I know a fastball is coming, I don't know where the location is going to be. Yes, granted, when you know a breaking ball is coming, you're not going to get fooled by you can thinking that. that it's a fastball, whatever. I get that. But there's still a lot of, like, variation that goes into that. You don't know, and again, you're a professional hitter, but, hey, maybe you dropped your hand by accident. So now you're popping that ball up. Okay, that's an out. That didn't do much. So I think that their numbers were heavily inflated, definitely. Not heavily, slightly inflated, and they did cheat. But I I still think, I mean, most of those dudes are solid. Maybe they wouldn't have won the World Series or been to World Series back to – or two of the last three years, but – I, I, I got to think that they would have still been a very, very good team. Well, and let's not forget their pitching staffs. Right, exactly. I mean, when you have three guys with Granke, um, Cole, and Verlander, Verlander yeah. who all like to pitch into the seventh and eighth inning right. and are all good at it, right? that's tough to beat, too. Absolutely. I, like, I mean, that's – and they all pitch great. Yep. They, they pitched – that – I thought I thought Grinky wasn't washed up by any means, but, like, kind of has gotten thrown under the rug after he left the Brewers, it seemed like. Like, he's just been – yeah, he was there. on the Dodgers for a couple of years, but yeah, I know what you mean. But and when the Strohs signed him last year, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why? Like, I or traded for him, or, traded Arizona. Yeah, I'm like, why? Like, I didn't see where it was going to help him, but he stepped in and pitched great. He like a resurgence. Yeah. Like, well, I, and, he might be a new man. And if you can afford him, I mean, he was on kind of a like expensive contract, but hey, if they're in, they want to win now, and they think this core is going to do it, then hey, why not? I mean, take a chance with them. Fun fact. I hate the fucking Brewers. That's it. No, I'm, I w- – one time, like, when we were younger, you've probably seen the jersey. I, for whatever reason, when we were younger and I wasn't going to a Cubs-Brewers game and we were just going to a Brewers game, I, I guess I asked my mom to buy me a Brewers shirt or something. And there was, like, one of the, like, like the BP jerseys that yeah. are dirt cheap yeah. or whatever. She comes back with a Zach Grinke jersey. I'm like, sweet. I still have it. I still have it at my parents' house. I'll never wear it again. But um, I was like, looking back at that, I'm like, I've been a Cubs fan literally my whole life. Like, I, like I've never varied on that. Yeah. I, I want to talk about that too when we get to more Cubs. Well, we're in the ALS. I know. I know. And then we'll go AL Central. So, barring that, those Astros players are truly as good. I think they're great players. Yeah. I still think they're great. Right. Barring that their numbers weren't inflated so much that they could win a World Series, mm-hmm. they're still going to be really good. Yes, I agree. <laughs> like, so, they, is that your pick? My Yeah. And I, I hate picking chalk on these 
on these teams, and I know it's a 60-game season, so it really is going to be a shit show. Or who knows? Right. It's tough to argue. They're good. Who do you got? <laughs> is this a out of right field pick? Or? Well, if you don't know baseball or if you haven't followed baseball for the last couple of years, then yeah, probably. But <sighs> if you don't think <laughs> that the Oakland Athletics oh, have a chance in the AL West and they're going to win it, then you're fucking dumb. Because they, have, they are going to win the AL West. 97 wins back-to-back years. Astros were cheating, so they had 107. Take that down. What does that tell you? They're going to lose. Well, they're going to lose a lot more. or They're not just going to win as many because it's only 60 games. But I got the A's. Give me that rotation. Give me that lineup. You have a – Marcus Simeon's a freak. Yep. You have an MVP in their third baseman. Their outfielder uh, that uh, – what's their center fielder's name? Got an absolute. <laughs> couldn't tell no, you, you know him. You know I can't think of his actual. He's got an absolute cannon. I could not tell you. But I'm I gonna know, figure it out. Keep I, I know that the A's are my team. They, you know, you know what? Coach Dougs was saying it feels like '98. <laughs> well, the A's feels a lot like the late '80s right now and the late '70s. Feels like we got the Bash Bros back. I mean, how can how can you not like this team? I they. I'm I'm just looking at their uh, at their roster now. Yeah. I mean, Louis Trevino, good pitcher. Yeah. Uh, Sean Manea, he's oh, a great pitcher. Oh, uh, Ramon Loreno, yeah, their yeah. center fielder, just absolute. That's what I was talking about. Absolute cannon of an arm. Um, you're talking to you. Who is their third baseman? Matt Chapman. You think? Yes. You he think can win MVP? You think so? Absolutely. You think he's better than Simeon? Well, I don't know. I would say so, probably. I mean, his numbers last year were awesome. And Chris Davis, he's he struggled last year, but, hey, if he, he figures it out, he'll crush a bunch of bombs. I don't understand how in the fuck that he's hit for the same average three years in a row. Yeah, 247. That's just nuts. Yeah, what, a 237 or 247. That is so statistically improbable. Yeah, dude's awesome. Because what, what do they get a season near? If you're starting, you get near 500 at-bats. Yeah. <laughs> the stats on that to go with the same average three right. years in a row right. is crazy. Um, I think, yeah, you know, when you bring up that point, they have like a – I mean, shit, they won almost 100 games. That's no joke. Right. That's no, no they're, joke. They're good. They're, I'm telling you, they're a solid team. And I get, you know, Oakland's not very flashy. Like, the Coliseum sucks. But I think it's hard to argue against the A's. It honestly is. I mean, they're they're just going to be a solid team. And there's a lot of question marks with the Astros. And, you know, if you do want another, like, team that could maybe be there, it's the Angels. Because, you know, oh, Trout is going to be leaving. We know that because his wife is going to have a child. But, I mean, they have Otani. Pujols is still a solid veteran, whatever. Um, they have a – the Angels have a few things go together. They have Anthony Rendon. Don't forget about oh, that. Oh, yeah, signing. yeah, yeah, yeah. You Holy know, shit. A few things could break right for them, and you, you never know. Especially, again, the 60-game season, they could be another team. The Rangers, you and, know, they got they got some good pieces. And let's not forget, Anthony Rendon was an MVP candidate last yep, year. So, yeah, absolutely right. So you have a, a shoe – well, if he plays, a shoe and MVP basically at center field. In Mike Trout, yeah. What has he won, the like, four out of the last seven? Or, know, something like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like – If to, he didn't, should have. And shame on Major League Baseball um, being marketable because 
Mike Trout is the best baseball player on earth right. and maybe potentially the best baseball player ever. Like truly, if, if he can stay healthy, he's on pace to be the best baseball player of all time. Maybe the stats won't exactly hit Barry. Oh, fuck, he's on pace to break Barry Bonds' record too, actually. Yeah. So, assuming he plays, you have an MVP, a guaranteed MVP yep. in center field. Yep. You have a – Potential at third. At third. Former at first slash DH. Yeah. Third. So, they're, they're, I, when you break it down like that, I guess I didn't think about it. I mean, I don't, I don't think the Angels are going to win it, but they'll be a thorn in somebody's side. Well, it really, that whole division, yeah. when you think about it deeper, they, they're all a, good It's teams. a solid team, yeah. I mean, the Mariners probably will not be there, but they have a lot of good prospects, and I know you're going to be like, well, they went, you know, whatever, 27 and 13. Oh, no, I'm not. But, no, I'm not. Whatever. But, yeah, and then the Rangers just have really cool blue uniforms and a new stadium, so you never know of them. I mean, they could and they could win, you know, a couple games, a couple two, three. A, why did they build a new stadium? Because that Arlington Stadium so was hot. Awesome. So oh, hot. Is that hot? Yeah, they would they, – apparently – it's like impossible to have a day game there. That's why Houston has a roof. It never rains, but they needed a roof because it's so hot. So they have all air conditions. That stadium that's, is ugly as shit. That's what everybody says. Inside it looks cool. It kind of looks like Chase Field vibes. No, but outside it looks like a deserted like a wasteland. Yeah. Like, um, 100%. Uh, one thing that I'll say, kind of switching over to football because you brought up the Coliseum. <laughs> no, no, just because you brought up the Coliseum. Okay. Fuck Mark Davis and fuck the Oakland Raiders for leaving Oakland. <laughs> that is a shame. They're some of the most passionate fans on earth. Yeah. And I get it's a money move. Vegas is going to pick them up great. Yeah. Look at how they picked up the Knights. Yep. That's one of the toughest places to play in hockey. Yeah. And they're one of the best teams. All right. Yeah. That's... But fuck Mark Davis for taking <laughs> – I mean, talk about a loyal fan base. The Black Hole is one of the most loyal fan bases in all of sports. Hey, I tell you what, man. Playing in front of those Oakland fans, there's nothing quite like it. You know, you go out there, you're on Spider 2 Eye Banana. You've got a pretty good team going out there. But, hey, you know, we're just going to go to Vegas and we're going to win some games, huh? Hey, I will say shout-out to Vegas because they're having a they're having a smoking lounge in there. Nice. In their uh, stadium. Nice. We're not talking about darts, folks. Um, um, back to – so your pick's all Oakland. Yes. Set on it. Like – uh-huh. Okay, so you Not got wavering. So you got the, the Rays, Rays and the Yankees. Yep. Holy balls! You might want to put money on this because this is so <laughs> far out. It's not so far out there when you break it down. Right. But when you look at it from a, a blanket sort of view, yeah, you might want to put some money on that shit. Because well, what if you parlayed all these random ass teams that could very well win? <laughs> I mean, just wait till I get to the wild card because a few things could break right. And I might have that right, too. But. Okay, so done with the AL. No, we're not. AL no, Central, AL, dude. No, uh, I thought we were going to go with Twins all the way. Oh, okay. You're cool with that. I, I mean, I, I think they're going to run away with the division. I The only way I don't see them doing that is because of the Indians more. Okay. Um, you know, they're still a great yeah. team. And yeah. Francisco Lindor is one of those players – who can and will get it done Yep. no matter what. And then get he, traded. Probably. <laughs> I don't blame them for wanting to leave. I mean, they had their run with the Indians, and now they're kind of sure selling shit. I get that. Uh, a wild card. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't see a world where the Twins don't slug their way to a, a division uh, yeah. title. Like, they're going to hit dingers, and they're, oh, yeah. they run up the score. Not in a bad way. No, but it's just, yeah. It's and and when uh, – one thing about running up the score, I hate people that in professional sports say it's inappropriate to run up the score. I'm just running my offense. Right. In, pro- in professional sports, you should want to kick the shit out of every team every day. 
you know, I get in high school sports, if you have a, a, a horrible basketball team playing against potential state champs or conference champs, sure. you're yeah, up by, you're up by 20, you put I the other it. people. Right. But uh, I don't know. I have a huge issue with people who get mad about running up professional sports scores. It's like, what are you supposed to do? Right. You're getting paid to win. Right. You should want to win by as much as possible. Right. Um, so A or A's, geez, twins in a central. Yeah. AMA, AL wild card. Who you got? <sighs> Jesus. Wow. I mean, if you're right, it could be the fucking uh, Yankees and Astros. No, like actually, right. if you're right, and imagine that for a, a playing a playing series. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And there's a lot of bad blood there now. Oh, Holy yeah. balls. Oh, yeah. Is there a lot of bad blood? So that would be awesome. I um, would, I mean, it, it depends. I guess based off of my picks. Yeah. I put in Oakland. Yeah. The Sox. The Sox. Red Sox? Oh, Red Sox. Fuck, the White Sox could win the Central. I'd change my pick. I'd change my pick. I love that lineup. <laughs> I love that lineup. Okay. I love that lineup. Okay. And they have decent pitchers. Not great, but decent pitchers to match. Okay. Uh, you have a batting title winner in Tim Anderson. Yep. And he's not going to change. Nope. He is great for the game. Yes. He is great for baseball. Yes. He's not afraid to say what he thinks. He's not afraid to get in your face. Mm-mm. He's flashy. Yeah, and, he's good, and he embraces every right. single part of it. I, I love it. So you got, you got him, Moncada. Aloy Jimenez. Yep. Jose Abreu. Luis Robert. Luis uh, Robert. Let's not forget the, probably the best hitting catcher in baseball. Yeah, it was Monty Grandal. Yeah. Oh, man. He's I couldn't believe, and he deserves it because he had a great hitting year last yeah. year, and he has had great hitting years. Yeah. Not the best defensive catcher. No, 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 no. No, just wait. Just wait. One of the best framers in baseball. Okay. One of the best pitch. Okay. He's sloppy with blocking balls. Okay. That's the fact. Okay. But. You know who he's better than? Gary Sanchez. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm better than Gary Sanchez <laughs> at blocking balls. But he's got a little resurgence because they worked on that big time yeah. the last few years. So that's going to be different. Um, yeah, we didn't even mention him with the Yankees. He hits 35 dingers a year, 40 dingers a year. So you got the White Sox winning the AL Central now. Yeah, I got okay. Yankees, Strohs, White Sox. Okay. So my now wild card team would change to probably Oakland versus the Twins. Okay. And or Oakland versus Boston pending pitching. Okay. My wild card. <laughs> oh, I really want to do this, but I, it's stupid. I would love to see. Well, I think the oh, depending on how the Astros do, because they could be total shit. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Everyone could be. I think the White Sox definitely have a chance to make the wild card, and I would love to see that. I think it would be great to have them back. You put them in the wild card if they don't win that division. You put them in the wild card, and I bet you have a lot of picks to win the World Series because they certainly have the talent. Absolutely, no, and they have pitching too that goes along with it, with uh, Michael Kopech and dude from the Astros, the lefty with the big beard, Dallas Uh, Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel, what a big signing! What a low key signing! Yeah. Holy shit. So them, got them in the wild card. And then I really want to put the Red Sox there, but I just can't convince myself. So I'll probably go with the Yankees. So that, that's why I said Yankees wild card one, White Sox wild card two, A's in the West, Twins in the Central, Rays in the East. Okay. Okay. Let's go NL West. Nightmare to try and pick. The Dodgers are going to run away with it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's like was my first initial thought. But you cannot forget about the old boys up in Colorado. 
Yeah. They, or, they have a good, solid team. They have a good lineup, but and their pitching is nothing. Man. Yeah. I get that you don't need to be a great pitcher because Coors Field is Coors Field. With, it's kind of traveling. Yeah. But, so where I, where I go with that? You have a dude, like you said, with Charlie Blackman. Definition of a guy playing the game the right way. Yep. He hits. Look at that beard, too. Holy yeah, what a beauty. He's a legend. He's awesome to listen to, too. If, if you never listen Charlie, to Charlie, if you're listening, we'd love to have you. Yeah, no shit, Charlie. I bet he'd be out of a <laughs> conversation. No, but if you get a chance, listen to some interviews with him. Yeah. He's like just a, uh, a backwoods, doesn't make any sense really why he's playing baseball sort of guy. And he's awesome. Should be out like cutting trees or something. Yeah, and he's fast, and he—he's uh, one of a select few players that his contact hitting translates to power because he hits the ball so correctly. Yeah, he does never swing for the fence. He can hit the ball 450 feet. There's yeah. no question. He's like about Ichiro. That. Right. Yeah. His contact hitting makes him a power hitter, which very few people understand how good that is in the game. Not. Sure. And of course, you have a perennial. All-star in Nolan Arenado. Nolan Arenado. The GOAT. Um, who's their shortstop? Trevor? Trevor Story. He's awesome. So yeah. they got a, a – they're one through three guys can – and they all play baseball the right way. So I, that's why I say those three guys can carry that lineup a little bit. Sure. So, yes, my pick is the Dodgers. Just because it has to be. You're, I mean, they've got four fucking MVPs on their team. Right. right. Or you could know, be MVP. The team that I think you need to watch out for, and it's kind of been a – you know, a little bit of kind of a hot pick is the Padres too. I mean, oh, yeah, they get, Jr. They get, and Machado, and I mean, even Eric Hosmer. If he if he can return to what he was what the sixty, I mean, that's not you'll that, take it. You know what I mean? When the when the Kansas City won the World Series, he yeah. no right, he was awesome. But I'm he, he's not that anymore. I don't think. Which no, it is what it is. But also, they have a lot of young pitchers coming up. Mackenzie Gore, he's going to be awesome. He might be a year away still, but you know that that's there. Chris Paddock, he's going to be good. He's a, he's already a good yeah pitcher, right. That's... They have their closer. What the hell is his name? Um, uh thicker guy. I think Kirby Yates. Oh. He's 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 good. So I think Padres could steal a few games, maybe. Who knows? Um, but I think the Dodgers. Are, I think we can both be that consensus pick with them. Uh, I mean, Mookie Betts, Bellinger, yeah. Turner, Seager, Kershaw, uh, Dustin May. Uh, Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller might yeah. be the best pitcher on the team. Right. Well, you could argue it, yeah. definitely. Um, that yeah, that one's a. I think I think going to be a run like away. The lock. Yeah. And which sucks because there are good teams in that division, oh, yeah. but I think they're going to be. It's going to be tough to beat the Dodgers. I, I mean, think it's, it's going to be tough to beat is. them in a World Series. I see them in the World Series. I, I don't see any way that they're. Oof. Well, we'll get to it. We're not through the. Let's go NL Central. Um, you know where this. Oh, is gonna this go. is going to be a lot of debate. So just go to the NL East first. Okay, NL East. So, hmm, read them all down. Who do we got? Well, you have the defending champion Washington Nationals. Yep, I don't think they're going to be as good. You have good. the Atlanta Braves. You have the New York Mets. And then the Could Marlins. And who's the last one, dude? You can you can do it. You got it, buddy. I can't even think. Um, yikes, this is tough. Am I, like, being that? No, but I know you know it. Oh, of course I know it. I can't think of it for what is it? I can't. Phillies. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's going to be a weird division. I think the Braves, it'll be close, but I think they're going to run away with it. I mean, they Ozzy Albies and Freddie Acuna and Freddie Freeman. I, I think their uh, pitching's good enough where it's like, fuck it. Fre- Freddie Freeman, another dude that was the top five 
MVP race last he's year. He's good, yeah. He's just a solid guy. Do you know he wears long sleeves every game? Want to know why? Yeah, because uh, his mom died of melanoma. Oh, I did not know it was because yeah. of that. I was gonna, I was gonna say, like, and it makes it makes sense, but it's kind of gross. Like, why farmers always wear long sleeve shirts and jeans? Yeah, stay cool. Once, yeah, once you sweat in it, it keeps you cool. Right, so right. I didn't know if that was part of it. No, apparently, well, I get, I think his mom passed away. That I. It's either different. that or she like had a very long battle with it, but I think that she passed. But anyways, that's the reason for that. But I got the Braves. Um, I mean, they lost Josh Donaldson, but they brought in Marcelo Ozuna. So, like, you're not going to get as much home runs, but Ozuna, he'll be solid, I think. Bring her brain. Yep. He's in the Twins now. What a legend. Yeah, true. Didn't even think about that. He, um, so, yeah, I got the Braves. Mets will do pretty good. I they mean, could, be a, sleep- they could be a sleeper. Yep. Pete Alonso, former Mallard. He'll be good. Um, the Marlins – Nope. I'm not, not they do don't anything. even exist. The Phillies could be a good team too. What the fuck happened to the Marlins? Jose Fernandez passed away, dude. Literally, he dude, they would have been Oh no, no, no. I'm not I'm saying before that though, like they would have been good when they had that crew with Yelich, D. Gordon. That was literally when no, like, I know. he passed away and they were like, Oh, well, we don't have an ace anymore. I, so. I'm, I'm talking I'm talking Dontrell Willis. Oh, like oh four? Like yeah, 03, like, like they were awesome. Yeah, they and won the World Series and they immediately fell off the table. Gone because they traded everybody. They traded Miggy to the Tigers. True. They traded Josh Beckett to the Red Sox. I mean, that was one of the most. And they got Hanley for that. That was one of the most peculiar. Like, I've never like what you said. They traded their. They, they set, traded set sale. They yeah. set sale. But I'm like, you'd think when you when you put a World Series together, like your farm team inherently is also good. Sure. Or, do you want to know a fun fact about the Marlins? Yeah, I do. In postseason play, they're eight and zero. They've never lost a postseason series. Well, or, the, yeah, you know. I don't see a chance in hell that the Marlins win six and zero. I guess I don't see Marlins winning over twenty games. Yeah, I could see that. I don't see like I I put a twenty game at the max. If they win twenty games, I'd be surprised actually. Yeah, because they got to play. I mean, they got to play forty games against those debit, that those teams, and I just yeah, I don't see them. Um, okay, Sixto so, Sanchez though, watch out for him. He's gonna be good. Fair. So, um, I have the Braves to answer your question. Um, uh, that wasn't my question, but, uh, so you look at Philly, right? Yep. Again, uh, Brace fucking Harper looks, looks pretty. He's going to be good this year. I think he's going to be good this year. That's what I was going to say. He's been, he's been hitting the ball really well. No doubters too. And the the long hair just, yeah, I know. So you add, you have him who is an MVP and, any year he's got the talent to be an MVP, but the consistency just has not been great since he won. Sure. He's actually wildly overrated for what people actually rate him, in sure. my opinion. Sure. Great baseball player, but for how people look at him, wildly overrated. Yep. Not worth the money even to me. Yeah, okay. Um, you have one of the best hitting – you have one of the best catchers in baseball in JT Riomuto. Yep. So you, you look at that team that has now been together – for a year and now I think they'll they'll make some noise. And they add in Didi Gregorius, free yeah. agency. Oh they man, have, he's thick. Why is he so goddamn thick? I don't know. They hire Joe Girardi as yep. the manager. I think that's a good move. They awesome bring in coach. or bring in Andrew McCutcheon should be healthy. So when and when he's again, another guy, when he was in his prime was MVP carry. Right. Great. He player. Won MVP, yeah. No, he you know their their rotation would be Jake Arietta. They brought in uh Wheeler. So they'll be Blake Wheeler. Zach Wheeler. Oh, Blake Wheeler's a, He's a uh, hockey player. plays for There's Winnipeg. Yeah. yeah. Former gopher. 
Uh, really? There you go. Big 10. There you go. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think the Phillies will be right there. I think it's going to go Braves-Mets and then maybe Phillies and then uh, – Yeah, that's going to be weird. That could, that could really be – of every team could be 500 in that division. Yeah, I don't know. I just think the Braves are like – it's so they're hard ready. to argue against I think the they're Phillies. ready. Yeah. Last year they got – we're kind of gearing up, and yeah. now I think they're ready. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so, what do you got? God, I don't even want to see it. I don't know. If the Mets pick, if they would have picked up A-Rod as a if he, owner, if he would have bought him, I with that team, I actually would have picked yeah. the Mets. Why? Because you think A-Rod would have went down and played DH a couple games or what? <laughs> no, but I, just whatever. He cheated. He did what he did. But you can't deny that no, he's a winner. The the knowledge, the knowledge that that man holds about baseball. Right. When when you listen to him talk, every time you learn something. Oh yeah, absolutely. And when you have a an owner or a part owner that would want to be that involved, right? Yeah, that's, that's tough. tough. No, that is you're right. Tough to argue. Um, and then their pitching staff, of course. Degrom, arguably the best pitcher in baseball, or yeah. he's top three. He is, yeah. Like if he's right. not the best, he's top three. Right. Um, it's too bad Syndergaard is hurt. Yeah, that change that changes it. Oh, they're getting Cespedes back though too. Man, that's what I'm I saying. Said, I said the Braves. No, I'm going with the Braves. I'm going Braves too, but yeah. I'm I'm just talking it through. I guess yeah. this might be a long one. Actually, straight baseball. We've never chalked baseball up like this on an episode. Um, so yeah, I got the Braves too, just by principle of what they did last year, and it's hard to go against them. I, I guess for my money, if, if I'm betting your money, I'm definitely bet- taking the Braves. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. Well, if I'm betting your money, I'm taking the Mets because that would be a sleeper. I think the Nationals would be – well, whatever. It doesn't matter. We I, don't, I, don't get into I, betting, but the Nationals are going to be right there too. It's a tough division. They could all – it's going to be It's going to be interesting, but I do – I don't know. Braves, just to me, they stand out because they – whatever. The Mets do have – lineup Pete, is consistent. Right, and they have Pete Alonso, like the Mets do. I get that. And they also have Jacob DeGrom. But other than that, like, there really isn't a lot of star. No. And the Nationals, they have Juan Soto. That's great. They have Max Scherzer. The Nationals have a sleepy good rotation. Max Scherzer, um, Patrick Corbin. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll be Strasburg. Strasburg. Oh yeah, true. He's a World Series MVP. But like I, the Marlins. Nah, I'm just eliminate the Marlins. Like the Phillies, they have some star power. But once you get past, you know, Bryce Harper and Didi, like and Real Muto. and Real Muto, like who who you got? You know what I mean? So right. I mean, uh, well, you said McCutcheon, but that's that's a hit and miss. He could have a a, a two ninety year with whatever, right? Ten dingers and twenty five RBIs. It's very possible. Yeah. I mean, he's capable of that, but what is he? Thirty-five. I mean, he's not. He's older. He's yeah. not young. Right. So, I think what uh, what he brings to the table for the Phillies is he has always played. I- I've never seen someone with more flair yeah. that plays the game so correctly. Yeah. You know, you you look at um, you look at Javi, you look at Juan Soto, who also play the game Juan correctly. Also, look at like play the game so correctly, but are wildly flashy. Like, I mean, just cocky as shit. Yeah. Juan Soto grabbing his nuts in the box. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what a legend! What a legend! Yeah. And then hits a dinger right, after right, it. Right, like, right, right. I mean, I think that's gonna stick. Like, yeah. that's like his thing now. Oh, yeah, he has to do it. Yeah, I got the brace. There, yeah. we'll end it at that. I got the brace. Um, all right, so you got in that. I got, got the Dodgers and the Braves. It's tough. Though. I mean, how you can't? Yeah, whatever. Now the shit show of the central. Uh, 
you, I mean, you know who I want to pick, and right. they very well could win. Yeah, of course I. Want I don't to... think. Okay, last night you said they would win around forty games. That's not gonna happen. All right, hey, I've had a few beers and just feeling good. That's fair. <laughs> they're not gonna win. No, no team in the Central. I could see the Dodgers getting close to forty wins because their division is kind of eh, and maybe the Twins if the White Sox don't come out like as good as we think they're gonna be. But I don't see anybody in the NL Central winning over like thirty-five games. No, me neither. I, I was just talking yeah. shit last night mostly. So we kind of already talked about. No, we didn't. We were talking about this before the podcast. So, Cassianos and Moustakas go to the Reds. We did. No, that was. Oh, like, that was? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Anyways, kind of talked about that. So, Brewers, going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. They lost a lot, but hey, I mean, you got Keston Hero, you got Yelich. One of the, the most underrated. pretty good. Uh, Keston Hero is one of the most underrated. I'm not going to say baseball players in the game. Middle infielders in the game. He's going to be good. Yeah. No. Great, Great defensively. Yep. And a freak for contact hitting. Yeah. The contact hitting that he has is incredible. And this is one thing that I'd like to say to my friends that might listen. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Because, okay, so I could talk about the Brewers like this, and I can just appreciate yeah. how good. I mean, I'd be a goddamn liar if I didn't think that yeah. Yelich is one of the best baseball oh, yeah. players in the game. Nah, just stuff. But what I hate about my Brewers friends, and you kind of do it too, so fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like, why can no one admit that Javi Baez is a good baseball player? I can admit that. The okay. problem with you is you're like, oh, Castellanos, bro. He could hit like 50 bombs, no problem. And it's like, no, he fucking can't. Like, Man, when he came to the Cubs, though, he was, he was I mean, great. He was great. The production was unreal. He was I'm the, just saying, sometimes you take, like, I was John biased. Lester. It's biased. It's biased, for sure. Okay, then you can't say that against the Brewers fans, then, because they get the same thing. Like, no, no, no. But like, I like enjoy watching Christian Yelich play baseball. That's fair. Like, that's what I, I like watching Anthony Rizzo play baseball. Oh, he's awesome. Or he's is cool. Jason Hayward still on the oh, Cubs? Yeah. I like watching him play baseball. He's gonna, I mean, he he's gonna. Okay, so we'll get there. I I just hate the like. I love watching Christian Yelich play baseball. Mm-hmm. If you're a baseball fan, I don't give a fuck who you root for. Right. If you don't enjoy watching him play baseball, right. you're crazy. Right. He's got style. Well, it's like what I said with Derek Jeter. I mean, at the end of the day, like, yeah, like watching him play, like, it's awesome. But I, again, I mean, whatever. I I, I see. I see Yelich having a, another good year. Mm-hmm. I think he's at a place mentally and physically, obviously, where the game is just coming so slow to him. Yeah. When I watch him, little, I mean, he's has underrated skills at outfielding too. Yeah. He doesn't get enough credit for how good of it's a just defensive. Just methodically, he's just like there. When yeah. I watch him in the box, like you can tell exactly what he's gonna do. Yeah. When he steps in that box, it is it is like crack. It's like baseball crack. When he gets in there, I've never and I don't know if this was just gonna be the path of his career. Yeah. If he would have stayed on the Marlins, would he still? be getting this good he might have I don't yeah I don't know if he would have won MVP but they I mean he was always there like he could always hit yeah could never really get power and he figured that out in Milwaukee for whatever reason if it's a coach or whatever but wow well, I mean I mean he hits for power at away games too now no I know but I, the ball jumps in Miller yeah, Park no it's fair I, I that's uh one thing I'll say too when the god when there's a little bit of airflow out of the it, when now, the windows are open. When the windows yeah. are open and the roof is closed, yeah. the ball jumps out of Miller Park right. like a yeah, joke. Yeah, suction, yeah. And, you know, another thing that's underrated about the Brewers is, yeah, they lost Mike Gustafus and Travis Shaw and Grandall. And, yeah, that sucks. But 
they okay, the Travis Shaw is not a big one. The DH coming to the NL is huge because now Ryan Braun can play just about every game. I hate it. And he Ryan Braun, again, like I think there's not this year, but if they had the DH every year or whatever, like he could hit probably twenty home runs until he's at least forty, I would say. Oh yeah. Twenty, two sixty, like not gonna be an MVP when he was good, whatever, when he was juicing. But he's going to be, you know, good enough where when he can just focus on hitting, he doesn't have to worry about the field because he's a great outfielder or was. Falling off the table, getting a little bit older, whatever. Just it is what it is. He's but solid, as a DH, I mean, I'd pencil him in as a fifth hitter, no problem. And then you have Lorenzo Cain, when who's he still just, a solid when, veteran. When, when Braun can just focus on hitting, yeah. you can put him at three or four in the lineup. Right. If he is not going to have to worry about the workload. Yeah. And continue, sir. No, you, I mean, I you're saying exactly what I mean. And it's just – I think a lot of people are kind of sleeping on the Brewers. They have Brandon Woodruff, who's he's he's a stud. He's going to be I'm their ace number Brent one. Brent Suter is a good pitcher. He's a good reliever. They have Josh Hader, who's probably the best closer in the game. Him and Corey Knable. The only thing that I've definitely problem, argue, or yeah, like you the, can those argue two that. are like set up closer. Like it's a done deal. Their shit's on. Their shit's on. The problem I think is going to be getting to those two in the bullpen, yes. and then those like. The fourth and fifth starters. The starters make me nervous for the Brewers. Because after Woodruff, it's kind of like, eh. you have Adrian Hauser, who is promising, should be good. I think they might move Suter to a starter. They've talked about that. I think, they're, I think yeah. they're going to. Yeah. Um, why not? He, yeah. he, he, does, he throws hard, but not hard enough that he's going to ruin his arm. Yeah, right. And when he comes in in relief, he's pretty consistent. No, he's, <laughs> I mean, he's pretty he's con- hilarious. He is he's funny. funny, dude. Um, so... <sighs> God, it's just like a – you love Yelich. I love Christian Yelich. There, I said it. There, does that make everyone feel better? I love it. Like, a straight up – but you look at the production after that, Lorenzo Cain, whatever, he's a 400 on-base percentage guy, yep. great leadoff hitter, yep. and a freak defensive outfielder. Mm-hmm. Underrated. One of the most underrated players in baseball as well. Yeah. He kind of – he was part of that Kansas City team too. Yeah. Um. And I feel like the last year with the Brewers, uh, Lorenzo Cain had a little bit of a resurgence in himself. Sure. He goes, you know, making all these flashy cat, not flashy, just awesome robberies, just robbing dingers. Yeah. And I'm another, like, that's why I miss Dexter Fowler on the Cubs so much. Yeah. A consistent outfielder that will get on base every other at bat. Right. Somehow. Yeah. And that's what the, we'll get into the Cubs right now. I hate that they're about to take an MVP in Chris Bryant and make him the leadoff hitter. Yeah. And, okay, so you, you break that down a little bit. You go, well, you know, he can drive in the runs, but he's a great contact hitter. Mm-hmm. So put him there, Rizzo second. Also, him and Joey – just gets on base. Him and Joey Votto. Yeah. I have – Joey Votto, there's a name to put on the Reds. Forget about him. We didn't even talk about him. Right. Well, we can get there again. But I've never seen a person – him and Joey Votto are the only people I've ever seen that A, stand into the box like they do. Yeah. I'm a psychopath for getting that close all the time. And I've never seen two players that can hit for contact and also hit the ball 480 feet. Yeah. They're contact-first hitters, and they're pure – I mean, if you break it down, they're cleanup hitters. They yeah. should be cleanup hitters. Absolutely. I've never seen two people that – Choke up on the bat four inches on when it's 0-2 or when they have two strikes against them. Yeah. They might hit a ball 112 miles an hour into left field. Yeah, slap it that way or whatever, yeah. And they might pull it 
and hit it 450 feet. Yeah. That's crazy. So that's awesome. And you were talking about enjoying watching Riz play. Yeah. Gold glove first baseman mm-hmm. pretty much every year. Maybe well, he's in the discussion, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think he's got three now. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, so you're not hurting on that. No. The Cubs infield is defensively is great. Who's your second baseman? Nico Horner is probably going to oh, be the former guy. Former Mallard. Was he? Yeah. Holy shit. He's awesome, too. Yeah, he is very good. Um, it's going to be between him, Descalso, and Kipnis. Okay. Because they picked up Kipnis. Okay. He had a dinger uh, first nice. pitch in, uh, against the White Sox at Wrigley. I'm like, I was watching the game. I'm like, what the fuck is Descalso doing back in second? Or, or, yeah, or yeah, not yeah. Descalso, Kipnis. I'm like. And then he hit a home run. You're like, oh, that's why. I'm like, sweet. Sounds good. And so, where the Cubs – make me nervous and I think they'll benefit heavily from a DH. Yeah. Not from Schwarber. Shit. I was talking about that one. Okay, so Bryant, Rizzo, whatever. You could pretty much guarantee that some way or another every third at bat they will be on base. Yep. And I think that's what David Ross is thinking. So you don't put Javi and Schwarber up there because they're not contact hitters. Right. Well Schwarber's getting into it a little bit, but Javi's just straight up not a contact hitter. Yeah. He swings out of his – we were talking about this the other night. Yep. If he had an ounce of control, he would be the best hitter in baseball. Probably the best player in baseball. See, this is where people – this is where you lose people. No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. And I'm saying – I'm admitting that he has issue with the control. Right. And he still hits 290, 40 yeah, no. dingers, and 100 RBIs. Yeah, he's super good. So, I love the Cubs. I like their lineup. The, the relief pitching is what terrifies me. Starters are solid. You have a good core of starters. Quintana, Lester, Hendricks. That's a good good enough. Yeah, they're yeah. Good enough. Right. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what you're gonna get every yeah. time. Yeah. The relief pitching is yeah. dog shit. Horse shit. So that's real Did self Carl Edwards, the no. face of the Cubs. Oh, mm. miss that man. He's a good pitcher. Kind of lost it though the last few years. Yeah. Um they got rid of Stroke too, which that's too bad. They still Kimbrel though, right? Yeah. I know he struggled, but yeah, and they talked about that. They, David Ross, or he kind of said like in a press conference a few weeks ago, yeah. or last week even maybe, that Kimber was never actually healthy. When he, when he got traded, he wasn't healthy. Nice. So that could be a huge reason as to why he sucked because previously to that, he was one of the best closers in baseball. Right. So he's healthy, so that makes me feel better. Yeah. Um, they have Brandon, or, uh, Brandon Wick. He's a farm guy. Farm guy that is. I, like, I have no idea. No, no. I, and I, w- I wouldn't expect anyone to. You got John Wick coming out with some pistols or what? No, I, I can't remember his first name. But Wick, he might be if, if, if uh, Kimbrell's not there. Yeah. Wick can be the closer. Okay, and I think he's ready in. to be there. He's a farm guy. Um, I don't know. I like the Cubs, but the consistency is where it's at. Yeah. Rizzo and Bryant can hit consistently all they want. Yeah. You need – and what I was going to say when you brought up Jason Hayward a little bit ago, mm-hmm. if he hits even a little better than what he's been doing, yeah, I got the Cubs in a central. Okay. On him solely. Sure. And Contreras. Okay. Contreras hits like – I mean, two years ago before he got hurt and yeah. missed 40 games, he was on pace for a little – maybe an MVP campaign. Yeah. I'm not saying he would have won it, but he would have been in the discussion. Sure. And you don't see catchers in that discussion anymore. Yeah. So if he's consistent – and if Jason Hayward can just hit a little bit better, he's gotten better. He had a few horrible years with the Cubs. Yeah. Now he's back up 250, 260. If he can go 265, 270, that changes everything for the Cubs. So, you know, you keep him in the game every day because his outfielding skills are untouched. 
Yeah, very good. I mean, just great. Yeah. That's all. Oh, sorry for all the Cubs talk. I'll leave it at that. So if, J- if Jason Hayward is better. Okay. And what if he's not? Then who's winning? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, who do you got? Where, how would you look at all this? Sorry, I went on a huge rant. Um, well, I mean, I think the trendy pick is to pick the Reds, but I just I can't do it. I need to see it first. I can't do it. Um, you got Trevor Bauer, who's a great pitcher, but he's like such a he's hot at he it. just throws baseballs through the center field. <laughs> or it's like, I mean, if that happens, like I don't, I don't know how that's gonna work. But uh, oh, oh, so if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, last year he got pulled out of a game, and instead of handing the ball to the next pitcher, the coach, he threw it over like out of the stadium, yeah, <laughs> like out, out of the center field. Yeah, he threw it over the center field wall <laughs> in in Kauffman Stadium for the Royals. Um, but yeah, so I don't think I think the Reds will be right there. I don't think they can win it. Um, Get, feed me the Reds next year with the same lineup and the team together. I, yeah. I have the Reds next year. I could see that. Yeah, depending. I, this year's just going to be such a a throw up for most sports, right. actually. Right. No, definitely. Um, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm just going to choose the Brewers because I want to see them win it, and I think they do have a reasonable shot. I mean, I don't think they're the favorites for a reason, but I think you know a few things break the right way. I'll go with them. Um, the Cardinals, I think they're going to be right there. They have a, they're kind of one of those teams too, where it's just a lot of like dudes who scrappy. Yeah. I mean, their biggest Colton star Wong. power is Paul Goldschmidt. So, hey, yeah, forget about him, um, Colton Wong. I don't, I don't know if he's on the team anymore. Ooh. Um, cause he's a good player. Yeah. No, he was solid. Um, yeah. So I'll go with the Brewers and yeah. then I guess the Cubs second and then the Reds. Cardinals. Um, if, and they did, the Cardinals did win the, Okay. They even, won the division last year. So. Even even if even though they're older, and he's probably pretty close to being done. If Wainwright's good, yeah, that changes the team. Yeah. And if Matt Carpenter is good, because yep. last year he didn't have a great year. Yeah, but I mean, he's there. He's a when well, he's and the DH, he could DH for them. Yeah, no problem, when right? he's good, when he's good, they're great. When right. Carpenter's on, they're good. Yep. Um, and then let's not forget about one of the best. Catchers probably of all yep. time. Yadier Molina, yeah. Just so consistent, night in and night out. Mm-hmm. Probably the best defensive catcher in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, great arm. Yeah, no, that dude's a stud for sure. I, I used to hate him just because he'd always he kick a couple yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like now reflecting on it and you look at him, he's he make a tough case for a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's super, <laughs> he's super good. Yeah. <laughs> No, for sure. He's he's awesome. So pending that they're a, that the Cardinals old guys are decent. Yeah. And Goldschmidt hits well, and if they still have Colton Wong, I, I could see the NL Central getting decided all teams within ten games. Yeah. It's such a short season. They all have key components. I would say within five games. Yeah. And they all have components that can make them a World Series champ. Actually, they all have that capability. So just because I have to do it, I picked the Cubs. Yep. Naturally. Nice. Because it is truly within realm. I mean, it's not crazy. Right. Uh, but uh, if I'm thinking without my heart, tough to argue with the Brewers, too. A lot of charisma there. Yeah. A lot of charisma there. Yeah. And I, I need to see the Reds for a year, in a full year first with that team, before sure. I can say that, that I pick them. Mm-hmm. So I, I got – Dodgers, yep. Braves, Braves, and Cubs. Okay. Just 
Dodgers, Brewers, Braves, wild card, go. Brewers and the Rockies. I have the Nationals and the Cubs. I don't see the I don't see the Nationals. Actually, fuck that. Give me the Mets. I don't I don't see the Nationals. Actually, never mind. Fuck that. Cubs Cardinals. That's better. That makes me feel better. Oh my god, could you imagine that? That's what I got. In this short season, Brewers win the division, Cubs Cardinals get the wild card. Yep, Did you give imagine? Me that shit. Oh my god, that'd be give me that. And that's what that's what I'll say. Like I don't know, everyone like giving me shit last year when the Cubs lost in game one sixty three. That's awesome. Why is that, that the Brewers World that Series? Last year. That was two years two ago. Two years ago? Last year, the Cubs and the or the Brewers and the Cardinals for a wild card division. True. Yeah, and that's what another thing that concerns me for the Cubs is that core has expressed that they want to stay together, like openly. Like, just I think I sent that to you this morning. Yeah. About Chris Bryant and well, if if you listen to it, like he's offended by the media saying he wants to leave because he's never once portrayed that. He, and you heard it. He goes, well, the team that's paid me an unreal amount of money, I won rookie of the year. I, I was fortunate enough to win MVP here and a World Series. They're going to pay the man if he doesn't ask for a Mookie. And that pissed me off, too. The Red Sox had money to pay Mookie bets. Well, the owner does, but yeah, that's a whole different thing that we don't have to get into right now. So who do you got in the World Series? Where do you see this going? 60 game. I mean, it's going to be a joke, kind of, but like, who do you got? Um, geez, let's see. American League, my wild card was the White Sox and the Yankees. So, give me the Yankees there. And then the A's, the Rays, and the Twins. So, that means who's going to have the best record out of that? Probably the Twins. So, that's one of the Yankees. So, the Yankees will beat the Twins, the A's, and the Rays. The A's will beat them. The A's will beat the Yankees. Give me Oakland for the AL. Wow. You just that's how you got there? And in the NL. Dude, give me Atlanta and Oakland. No, fuck it. Give me Milwaukee and the A's. There you go. That's that gonna would, be the that, that literally would, MLB's worst nightmare. Yeah. Give me that shit. Because it's chaos and nobody knows what's gonna happen. Brewers A's. There you and go. And those teams aren't nationally watched. Like right. that that would be a publication and marketing fucking nightmare for the for yeah. the MLB to have Oakland and the Brewers. That the only thing that would potentially save that is the fact that Christian Yelich is an MVP. Right. Like there is not a whole lot around that that would save that series. You know, obviously it'd be baseball porn to have Yankees Dodgers. Yeah. That would uh, Rob Manfred would probably get off at night knowing that that series was happening. Um. So you have Oakland and the Brewers. Sure. Yeah, let's do it. I love I like the Dodgers. I, Fair enough. I like the yeah. Dodgers. Their their playoff woes though. Right. Make it a little bit of a tougher pick. Because right. they are notoriously have been with the same group of people not that good in the playoffs. Absolutely. I got the Dodgers though. Just, I mean, add Mookie to that. It's freak show. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to compete with that. Definitely. And everything changes because the DH is in for everyone. Right. So that, like, to me, that doesn't necessarily, like, to me, that hurts the Cubs. Yeah. Immensely. 
because, because they're not going to use Schwarbel at DH. They, Ross said he wants him playing left field. They got people for it. But. You know that uh, – well, yeah, that's where Kipnis and Descalso are going to come in. They'll be a 7-8 hitter DH sort of. All right, so who's your World Series pick? <laughs> I got Dodgers and – God damn. I don't even want to say it. Like, I got Dodgers socks. The White Sox? The White Sox. Interesting. Okay. I think if you can get – yeah, if they get. I mean, if they get, if they there, get a chance yeah, to get there, if, and that's anybody really. I mean, I I think that in such a quick sixty game season, blah blah blah, whatever. It's just going to be if you get in the post. It's like the NHL. It's going to be just like the Santa Cup playoffs. If you get to the postseason, and you yes, exactly. And uh, I'm I'm so I'm so excited for sports to be back. I I tried watching like Korean baseball. Yeah, and stuff and. Whatever, still a great game. They've played probably the best baseball as a league in the world other than the MLB. Yeah, no, definitely. I don't even think that's arguable. Well, J- Japan has a pretty good league. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yes. But the, it was just like, I don't know, it felt weird because you don't know the players. Yeah. There's only a few players that you know on those teams. Right. So, like, I was trying to watch, and I just, like, couldn't get into it because I didn't know anyone. Right. I'm like, I can't watch two random teams that – I, that I don't know anyone on the right. team. Well, and there's no, like, I don't know. I, I tried to do the same thing, too, and I just could not find, like, a team that I fit, like, an allegiance for. Like, I was, like – Well, and, like, I'd watch it just because it's baseball whatever, and, like, I'd pay attention to the highlights. But, like, it was just hard to get into, definitely. And the – I mean – Plus, st- it's on at, like, 2.30 in the morning. And, and, the, like, and, the style, and the style of the game is just different than America, quote-unquote American baseball. Like, the way they play is just so much different. Right. Which is cool. I appreciate it. But I was having a really hard time watching it. And, yeah. of course, I said earlier that I just love baseball for what it is. Right. The American style of baseball, I guess, yeah. I, is what I love. Um, I, I, it's so exciting to have sports back. And I'll say it again, like we said at the beginning, if you would like to see college sports, you have to wear a mask. Yep, wear a mask, people. You have to. There's – there's no question. It's not hard. It's not hard. No. So that pretty much, that's going to wrap up the MLB, uh, unless you got anything crazy else to add. Um, I don't really have anything I was going to ask you about. Like, how do you feel about Cora and all that? Alex Cora? Yeah. He'll be managing again. He's going to serve a suspension. He's going to come right back, I think. So the Sox? Maybe not the Red Sox, but he'll he'll find a place. I guarantee it. Cause might, I, I know he'd be manager. It might just be a bench coach. But I think that he is going to come back. No problem. And I, I hate that for the Red Sox, and that's part of the reason I'm having a little bit of a tougher time getting behind him because they, I think they like playing for Cora. Oh, they did. And definitely. I think he's a really good coach. Yeah. And so I think that's going to throw a few things off too, obviously. Um, I think, again, like with the Astros, with this whole cheating scandal, scandal. Um, who the fuck was the coach? Uh, A.J. Hinch. A.J. Hinch. Another, he's going to be coaching again. Probably, He's yeah. a good baseball coach. Yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting that the MLB, they didn't really do anything about it. Hinch stepped down. Cora kind of, you know, the mutual, like, yeah, whatever. That is what it is. Here we go. Why are none of these players who were doing the cheating? Why is the front office? That's because they were, the MLB granted them. If they talked, they weren't going to get suspended. That's bullshit. That's like hitting 50 home runs and saying, 
hey, I use steroids. Yeah, but the players said that they weren't going to do it unless they got immunity. So I don't, I mean, it's all, whatever. I don't know. At the end of the day, you know, we talked about the science stealing scandal already. So it's kind of just like, you know, it wasn't right, but it's part of the game and they got caught and that sucks. And yeah, they're, they're getting, you know, some things are getting suspended. Some things are getting worked out, but can't have it. Can't, everything can't be perfect, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Because, yeah, it'd be nice to see some players suspended maybe or people who are, like, super involved in it. But, I mean, if you don't think that that was happening with every other team or 25 out of 30 teams, then you are – you're living in a blind world. Because oh, yeah. you cannot tell me that every other team had some sort of, like, thing going on. And that's that's where I'll end that one. It's just, like, it's crazy stuff. I think uh... – I mean, hey, that's probably just about going to wrap it up for the old, uh, old pod, the old yeah. podcast. Um, Next week, quick programming note, we'll talk about the NBA and the NHL yeah. and, in separate episodes. And I'm trying to get a little information from the UW hockey coaches uh, nice. about how they're going to try and start their season. Yeah. So hopefully we'll have some information on that. Um, I was talking to them. They were giving me a, a little bit of a breakdown. Unfortunately, I doubt I'll be able to see any of them this year, but whatever. And we will finish Mr. Tony Granado's. I talked to him about that. He, want, he wants to finish it, and that was just a whole fucking shit show. So we will have – might have to redo the interview. That's okay. But it'll be good. Yeah. Um, so be looking for us next week. And then after that, we will have full-blown three sports. Sports. Three sports going hard. Sports. And obviously, there will not be Big Ten talk. Sports. Sports. Uh, there won't be Big Ten talk for now. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yep, that's what it is. All right. Um, here's a sponsor for an ASMR sign-out. All right. We'll see ya. Well, Big Ten thoughts. I thought you were going to get a little sign-out. Big Ten thoughts. Um, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. No ASMR. No, I stopped that. I knocked that off. <laughs> All right, big time thoughts. Peace out.